forever. Dog. Can love survive now and forever? This week on the podcast, Lurleen McDaniels. Don't die, my love. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. Don't Die, My Love by Lurleen McDaniel. Our first McDaniel. Oh yeah, I keep saying McDaniels. Oh, it might be McDaniel. No, I think it's McDaniel. It is McDaniel. Yeah, no, I remember that I had said it with an S many times. Well, when you said wrong. it for the intro, that you not correct because it, it was in the possessive. Oh, fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> you could have gotten away with it. Shit, Aww, dude. Oh, snap. Damn it. So I'll just jump to the inside flap of the book. Yeah, please. Julie Ellis and Luke Moldenhauer have always been school sweethearts. Now both are in high school and deeply in love. Luke, a talented football player, is almost certain to receive an athletic scholarship to a top college. And no matter what her parents say, wherever Luke goes, Julie intends to follow. When Luke can't shake what he thinks is a virus, Julie persuades him to see a doctor. Luke's test results are alarming, but Julie believes their love is stronger than anything. Can love survive now and forever? So here are some other Lurleen McDaniel titles, just yes. real quick. Yes. Till Death Do Us Part. Yes. Hit and Run. Oh. Telling Christina Goodbye. Mm-hmm. True Love, three novels. Okay. The End of Forever. Mm-hmm. A lot of people die in her book. Yeah. Um. There is actually... It's like exclusively death. Uh, if you flip to the little thing about more about the author on Goodreads, it says she's well known for writing about characters struggling with chronic and terminal illnesses such as cancer, diabetes, and organ failure. <laughs> organ failure. Uh, so and organ failure. Okay, so you said you have a confession. My confession is that I was a fucking wreck by the end of this. Are book. you fucking kidding? I was crying. I felt nothing. <laughs> I was. It was a stupid book. I didn't care about the characters. There's nothing happening, and I was like just tears. Wait flowing. for the like the tulip part. As All of it. As soon as he, it was like. As soon as it was discovered that he had a tumor on his lung, mm-hmm. I was crying Whoa. through the rest of it. And I was like, as the tears, tears streaming <laughs> down my face, falling onto my shirt. I was, I was going, Lindsay, get it the fuck together. I cannot. Stop crying. Stop crying. <laughs> I couldn't. Like my lip I, was getting shaky. I was a mess. What? Okay. I was literally, I kept being like, are you fucking kidding me? While reading the I book. Know. Oh my God. So stupid. I couldn't, I couldn't control it. I was sitting there going, Lindsay, you don't care. But yeah. just hearing about loss. Yeah. And characters being sad. I yeah. was like, well, the tears are flowing. There is nothing I can do to stop this. Yeah. It I okay, so I have a confession to make. Okay. Which is that sometimes I was on Julie's side when it was like her versus her mom. I hated the mom. The the mom was written as so like does not care about life. She had like no sympathy. No. Seemingly no sympathy for that. Even like paying lip service to yeah. sympathy without actually feeling any. Otherwise, she would have like shut the fuck up about college already. Oh, my God. When she was like trying to hook her up with that rando guy that worked at the what? library. Was it? Where was that? Library. Yeah. I was like, it had been girl, six what? weeks that he was being cold to her. Also, like I was like, girl, like to the mom. Woman. We all know Luke's gonna fucking die, so right? Just let them just have let this. them have this. Like, uh, it, uh, she can go to college later. Like, uh, for me, I was like, I don't, I don't care about like making her go to college right now. Also, it yeah, she can go to college the following year. I don't get why it had to be right now. It's so clear. Yeah, how after this 
much time of them being a couple. Yeah. Do you not fucking get the message that they are completely devoted to each other and will get married? Yeah. It's yeah. just going to happen, lady. Also, okay. And they can still go to college. Why yeah. is she acting like it's such a problem if they go to the same college? That I didn't understand either. Because especially, right, like even in the world where he doesn't get sick, right? Mm -hmm. He is going to be going to a really good school. Yeah. So even if things don't work out for them at that college, she's at a good school. She's still in college. Yeah. So like I didn't get, I feel like Lurleen was just trying to like create drama. That's what I was about to say is there had to be obstacles other than the cancer i yeah. guess but it was like tedious it was a tedious obstacle because it made no sense and i had no sympathy for the mom's point of view yeah that being said like if my daughter has a cancer boyfriend yeah i'm gonna let her stay with that cancer boyfriend totally and you're and i think this is the thing that like made me even more mad too was because i know that if i were a teenager my mom would be doing the same thing like if I, she would be like, well, like I want to protect you and like blah, blah, blah. Or even like whack shit. I remember I was dating a guy. I was dating him, not anything serious, whose mom had breast cancer. And she was like, well, you shouldn't be with him because like that runs in the family. And so like your kid could be sick. And I was what? like, you're psychotic. <laughs> like that's insane. That is a that crazy is thing to jump crazy. to. Crazy. Crazy. Um, yeah. It's also how much of a cunt do you have to be to try to take that comfort mm -hmm. from another mother? Yeah. Because Luke's mother, Luke needed Julie. He yeah. needed her. Yeah. And she's going to be like, sorry, Luke's mom. I don't want my daughter seeing your sick son anymore. So I hope that he yeah. enjoys his final year of life without the thing that he cares about most. Yeah. What? Okay. So all that being so if said, I would, if I were Nancy Luke's mom, yeah, I would have fucking confronted this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And it would have been a problem. I would have made it worse. However, Probably. <laughs> that, but you it would have been driving me fucking nuts. So all of that, right? Like, yes, I was on the girl's side. That being said, I didn't love so there's there's two sides of this coin, which is what makes it tricky. I didn't love that Lurleen McDaniel writes Julie as having literally no other interests or life outside of Luke. What are you but talking about? She wears a dress once. <laughs> <laughs> which Luke is like horny for. <laughs> One time she wears a dress. That's a pretty full life. And then but on the other side of it too, right? Like if you're in high school and your boyfriend has cancer, like that is the only that's the only thing in your life. Yeah. But like if you were to talk about my high school interests, it would have been reading, going to the mall. Mm -hmm. End of story. Mine would have been any boy that looked at me. Yeah. Those are my interests. Like any boy that looked at me or like, like that part in um, Bob's Burgers where uh, Tina like makes eye contact with a guy and like that's what the whole episode is about her making eye contact like with a new guy and she's like maybe this is it like that was me yeah same and then reading yeah so uh yeah like just the idea yeah. of romance was a high school interest so if i had and, and so if like i had this boyfriend yeah and i was still allowed access to books yeah not much would have changed yeah yeah so as far as having, like, interests of her own, I'll kind of let it slide. But truly, like, every thought she had yeah, was just Luke, him. Luke. Luke. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the other thing, right? Is, like, we say, uh, and I'm stealing this from, uh, I just rewatched Oh Hello. Uh -huh. um, and they make that comment about, like, um, a lot of plays end with just like banal conversation because in real life there aren't like really amazing things and playwrights don't want to try that hard. Mm -hmm. So like that's exactly that where it's like, uh, yeah, even though I'm like, well, uh, that would be what my only interest would be. But I'm like, you're writing this book. You can write yeah, a more interesting person than me. At the very least, a 
career interest. Something. If she had known what she wanted to study when she got to college, yeah. that would have been something. She's like, I want to be a fucking art historian or something. Yeah. And she can have that facet of her personality. Mm-hmm. So at least that it's like... His only interests are Julie and football. Mm-hmm. So the very least, then her interests would be Luke and blank. Yeah. She doesn't have any others, though. Yeah. That's it for her. She just has him. And dress. The one dress. And then also, like, the one time where her dad's like, Julie, I am making it very clear to you that I love him more than I love you. <laughs> and she's like, hmm, my dad wished that he had a boy. And that's it. Yeah. And you're like, interesting. Okay. <laughs> also okay so like okay let's just do really quick summary and it will be ever so so fast luke there's like nothing thinks he has a cold no it's cancer it's hodgkin's lymphoma Mm -hmm. very scary he does chemo it's hard for everybody he thinks he gets better no he doesn't well he he thinks he gets better they go to la california to visit his uncle steve and everything's and then, going so great. And they're loving LA. They're loving it so hard. Oh, 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 and, oh, oh. And they get asked to be best man and maid of honor. That's maybe the uncle's most best. significant thing that happens in the <laughs> Which book. I was like, what? <laughs> I I like I get it. The the but fiance the fact that it's not so glaringly obvious that it's it's because like they're pretty sure luke's gonna die yeah yeah. also like uh luke's uncle's fiance slash new deidre deirdre no deidre deidre i think that's how it's pronounced though deirdre oh it usually is but there is truly it's not even spelled the usual way i think there's no r there usually is an r isn't there like Otherwise, in, in front of the fucking D are coming from. So I've, I'm seeing the spelling for both Deirdre. Is it like, maybe like Deirdre instead of Deirdre? Maybe Deirdre. Deirdre. So it sounds Deirdre. like a British person saying Deirdre. Maybe. Deirdre. Deirdre. So Deirdre. Deirdre. Is, she also is like being, I know that she knows that Luke will probably die. Mm-hmm. Because her mom just died of cancer. So she's like, I've seen this before. This is whatever. But she also like, I know that she knows that like the only thing that Julie wants is to be with Luke. So she's like, I think she's egging that on a little too much though. I think she's like, you know, you guys are going to get married someday and like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, what is going on with you? Like, why are you putting this on this teenager? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't care no (laughs) nor do i real problem i did like her advice to julie about letting luke talk to her about his like fears and darker thoughts and i didn't enjoy julie not taking that advice in the fucking slightest even after luke says to her like i feel like everybody's putting a lot of pressure on me to yes magically get well and it's pretty hard when I'm not because it makes me feel like I'm failing everyone. And she's like, I'm so sorry that I did that. And then she continues to do it. So it doesn't matter what obstacles get thrown in her face. She never lets Luke have his feelings. No. And also like everyone is like pushing him too much to like get better really fast. Make it normal. Yeah. Like her dad, first of all, her dad needs to calm the fuck down. So hard. He's like so obsessed with like getting Luke back to playing football. Cause he's Julie's dad is his football coach. So he's like, like Luke is having chemo, like currently having chemo. And he's like, (laughs) I got you some weights, like time to train for, for football season. And even Luke is like, uh, I just feel like this is a little soon. And everyone's like, no, it's going to be great. It's going to be perfect. And Julie is a little bit, I know she's young, so she's naive, but she's just very like, everything's going to be great and fine and perfect. And like, doesn't let him talk about his depression ever, ever like for five minutes. (laughs) At Marilyn Monroe's grave. Oh, okay. What is his uh, Marilyn Monroe obsession? Uh, uh, Again, a writer 
acting like it's 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but setting it in the present day. Mm-hmm. So obnoxious. Mm-hmm. So he's obsessed with Marilyn Monroe and he keeps like saying that Julie is his like IRL Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And she's like, you can't be serious. Me, Marilyn? <laughs> Little me? <laughs> he's like, put your hands in her in her handprints at the Chinese theater. And and absorb her DNA and yeah. become a new Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> And then I will stop having cancer <laughs> and I will be cured and we'll be immortal. <laughs> it was so, that was very And then weird. it's a perfect fit and that everybody's so, so excited dumb. about that it. Was I was so like, dumb. what? Also, okay. I know like for people who do not know Los Angeles, Hollywood is nasty. Trash. It's a, it's a disgusting place to visit. It's, Don't come here. So did, like 90, there are areas of LA that, are very nice to visit and and they were all very well described and sounded lovely yes however she did not understand what the walk of fame is like 90 percent of like the stars have shit on them like literal poo poo shit (laughs) on them so she's like when she gets down on her knees and starts to put her hands in there i was like no (laughs) and she does it and he's like perfect fit it's like some Fucking Elmo yeah. took a shit in those yeah. hands. Yeah, and Elmo shat in those hands, and you're making a little ha- ham sandwich with your hand and Marilyn Monroe's handprint. <laughs> it, when I was reading it, I was like waiting for her to, like, uh, okay, so in her defense, when I was reading it, I was waiting for her to over glamorize the area. Yeah. She didn't exactly. No, she wasn't she, like over glamorizing. She, it. she was saying it was it packed is. with tourists, and yeah. that there were stars on the ground. Yeah, so it wasn't like she was totally starstruck with the area. Yeah, but she also didn't mention how like what a garbage little area it is. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, Hollywood has really done a number on people who don't live here on thinking that that is a good destination there's a lot of people that are like i want to go see hollywood Mm -hmm. when truly i think maybe what they mean is like see where movies are made and i'm like in that case you have like the paramount lot which is in hollywood sure and then cbs i get that and then mostly burbank and the valley yeah i i get that grauman's chinese theater is a draw because of old hollywood sure but it's like gross yeah. The area around it is just gross. Yeah. We tried to have it be a landmark. We tried. We didn't put anything interesting around it to help it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are other pockets of LA that are cooler. I mean, here's the thing. There she was Well, there are parts around Hollywood that are like not and I want to make this distinction. I truly do. Because I don't, I, 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 cause I don't like when people are like that neighborhood is gross and unsafe and really it's just not white. This is not the case for what we're talking about. Like Hollywood Boulevard is not. No, it's not anything. anything. the problem. It, it's, it's just like tourist n- traps. has no personality. Yeah. Cause we're There's not the even talking about the neighborhood. We're literally no. just talking about the street. The street. Yeah. Which is like, there's. A Ripley's, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. There's a Madame Tussauds. There's a big old Hollywood costumes. Yes. Toy, toys and costumes. What's that place called? They have a bunch of, they have a couple costumes. I don't know the specific name of the one you're talking about, but they have a lot of like skanky Hollywood oh, clothes. Well, yeah, there's that. But there is actually like a Halloween oh, type costume. I don't know store. that one. And then there's like, t-shirt shops and like craft shop glass shot glass shops like trash souvenir yeah bullshit. like tr- trash 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 there's a um like they put a mall there the mall is fine it's a it's multi-level just, nothing for me it's too difficult to like navigate the traffic around there and it's the parking just, to make it worth going it that's what i was about to say it's just not worth dealing with any of it it's yeah. so crowded so unless you have like a specific event you have to go to like for instance your uh employer has scheduled a dave and buster's holiday party <laughs> then that's one reason to go sure or like when i was doing stuff uh at second city like sure you go over there 
otherwise there's just no reason to go there yeah it's I mean, not it's like yeah if you're here go to grauman's chinese theater but it's not cool just please just please know it's yeah gross and dumb. yeah and there's like people other might parts know which are that fine at, that, at this point yeah i think maybe people know i just remember like in the early 2000s when i'd have family come and they'd be like i yeah. want to see hollywood and we'd be like uh, see what exactly yeah <laughs> hollywood's just like a a bunch of neighborhoods yeah packed together yeah and she does lurleen mcdaniel does like talking she talks about hiking and she talks about deserts yeah they do like a runyon day yeah so she is actually visiting the nicer she's been parts of la so she is talking about la in a way that yeah it makes it very clear that she has come here Mm. and is talking because Julie doesn't really like LA itself, but she likes the destinations they've been going to. So to her credit, she yeah. doesn't really count the Walk of Fame as one of them. But yeah. there is the whole like Marilyn Monroe bullshit. The Marilyn Monroe bullshit. And then there was another thing that like, I know that she wanted to use this moment for the banquet, which is when all the teammates shave their heads in solidarity because he's getting chemo and so he um, has no hair. Which I knew was going to be the surprise. It was the obvious awards banquet. And did I still tear up? Yes. See, I my was... eyes are broken. My eyes do whatever <laughs> the piece of media I am looking at it's like manipulated want me to it. do. It's like, Lindsay, you should cry now. And my eyes go, got it. <laughs> I was mad that that didn't happen earlier because like, so he has to wear these baseball caps to school a lot. And she's like, wow, everyone else at school is also wearing baseball caps in solidarity. I was like, no, no, no. They should have shaved their heads. At that moment, they should have shaved their heads. But I thought it was fine. It I was, was okay with that. Fine. For me, though, it when when I thought it was a really sweet, nice gesture. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. I didn't think of it as a sacrifice, which is how it's phrased in the book. I... Yeah, I've never liked that. Whenever it, a gesture like that gets talked about, yeah, it's always as though like it cost the person so much Which to is do. What I hate, I think it like glamorizes mm-hmm. when it, really it should have just been an act of solidarity. Cool, I like that. Yeah, um, it is nice, but it does also like you're taking focus, mm-hmm. so it can be. About you. Dangerous. And so I think that that is, maybe that's why it should have happened earlier instead of it a big awards thing. Because then it made it about them. Yeah. Or about his cancer. Were you, okay, so this was another thing. So I know that like he knew he was dying. Everyone knew he was dying. But when they like tell him that they're naming the thing after him, the like stadium, that I was like, guys, don't. It's like, whoa. What? And he's like, wow, thank you. I'm like, dude. They tell him that too early. Too early when he it's not certain that he's gonna for sure it's die. Too early in the in his cancer stage to be like, we've already decided <laughs> to memorialize you in life. And it's like it's nice. <gasps> like when he's like really, really sick, yeah. like we're gonna name it this. Yeah. And then he knows that like his name will like yeah. live on and people will remember him. But for him to be like, he just came out of remission. Yeah. And they're like, we're naming a whole stadium after you. Yeah. He's like, wow. So you have like no, no faith, faith that I'm going to yeah. make it. Yeah. Like it just, I was like, guys, don't, don't, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. But they're just like, he's going to die like tomorrow. So we have to tell him. <laughs> Quick. Like, I put his name on the stadium. Yeah. yeah. Let's chisel it in. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> There so was, he just goes and spray paints his name on the side <laughs> of the building. It's your stadium now. You're going to die. Oh, my God. Um, There's also just like, this is the part, too, that I got so mad at the dad. So there is a point. I didn't think there would be because Julie's acting like a real, like, idiot for most of the time that she is on his side about, like, let him take his recovery at his own pace. Mm-hmm. There is a point where Julie's dad is like, all right, we're going to get you doing this and that and whatever and, like, all these different training programs. And Julie's like, why don't we just let him decide if he wants to do that? And the dad's like, 
So she's like, um, how do you think Luke is? And he's like, like he wants to put this whole mess behind him and get on with his life. He's working hard in the gym. I'm impressed at the way he's making a comeback. And she's like, uh, well, maybe he should be trying to take it easier. Oh, Julie girl, don't go trying to turn Luke into a wimp. He's doing just fine. No need to hover him over him like some kind of watchdog. And it's like, you need to cool you with the wimp shit. Motherfucker. Yeah. You know that it's all just like, don't baby him, woman. Yeah. And the fact that he his nickname for her is Julie girl. Yeah, Julie girl. Like, what? I wanted to. So when you said don't baby him. I just wanted to share a story that um, friend of the show, Ryan Mogi told me, mm-hmm. which was she was on, um, <laughs> she's on Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. and there's a family in front of her and it was a dad, a mom, like a 12 year old girl and a baby, like very small baby. And I the don't baby. I understand why people bring babies. No, you don't need to bring the baby. I just to don't want to do that to all. myself. Right. Well, and the baby doesn't care about where it is. Exactly. So why bring it's it like, to why Disneyland? Why are you doing this to yourself? Why pay to bring the baby? Anyway. I don't think they have to pay to bring the baby. But then it stresses you out all day. And then, yeah, it's just, just, just wait. Anyway. Wait yeah. until the kid is like two. Yeah. Anyway, baby's crying. Baby's crying. Because um, it's scary. It's dark. It's, mm-hmm. There's drops. I mean, they're not big, it's but grumpy. you're a baby. Yeah. The little girl starts like trying to comfort the baby mm-hmm. and she's like, it's okay. It's okay. And the dad's like, don't baby him. It's literally, it's literally a baby. A baby. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> weirdo. Yeah. Weird. So weird. so weird. Oh my God. Mike and I, when we went to Disneyland a couple of weeks ago, we were there for the Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. opening, which we have already been to again and which we will be going back to this weekend Mm -hmm. um and so we the parks both uh california adventure and disneyland were actually very empty because i think nobody knew that galaxy's edge was reservations only yeah so people thought the park was going to be like crazy crowded and everybody stayed away yeah so we were able to go on guardians of the galaxy though the one that used to be tower of terror that drops five times in a row within no yeah, five times in a no, four times in a row within an hour and a half. Wow, because we just kept getting fast passes because yeah. you can get it through your phone now. Yeah, so a few of the rides, most of them, there were pretty small kids mm-hmm. there, I, like under twelve, which I consider for that ride very young. Yeah, that's because young. I flipped out at fourteen. Right, right, and. There was only one ride where the kids were like fearless when they got on Mm -hmm. and were like arms up, not holding on, just having the time of their lives. The other times, all the kids were like pretty upset. (laughs) And I was like, why are you doing this to them? And one of the times it was a little girl. She was probably eight, maybe nine even. And she had, I don't know what her face looked like actually, but I hear the dad say to her, Wipe that look off your face. It's not even that scary. And I was like, bitch, yes, it is also, that like, scary, don't motherfucker. Be rude. And you can't make her control her yeah. fear. Yeah. If she doesn't want to go on the ride, she doesn't want to go on the fucking ride. Yeah. Do not like traumatize your daughter. Horrible. And then sure enough, and it was like a whole family, they're all wearing fucking matching t-shirts. Of course. And oh. it was like a boy and I maybe two girls and like a grandma and the mom and dad and and they're all on the ride. No, I think it was just a boy and a girl. And both it was two boys and a mm-hmm. girl because the older boy was like scared but okay. The girl was fucking terrified and the littler boy was crying <laughs> the whole time. I was like, what is wrong with you oh people? God. Oh my God. She was afraid and you made her go on it anyway and now she's crazy upset yeah that sucks it fucking sucks people oh people there weren't so many implications to how that could be Mm -hmm. used against different you know classes and races you should have to take a test yeah to be a parent yeah you should have to go through a fucking training like empathy tests maybe empathy tests yeah there is um not like money or no i know it would get used for evil and not good but it really is 
so horribly fucked up that just anyone can make a baby and then yeah. they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah. No, sometimes I hear that someone has kids and I'm like, oh, them? you? <laughs> um, there was the other side of that was this family. Um, at, I might have talked about this on the show. When I was in Vancouver, there is like um, the Capilano Suspension Bridge State Park. Or I don't know. You if did not park. talk about this. Okay. So there's like a huge cavern. Punched my mic. <laughs> there's like this huge cavern, really big. It's like a canyon, basically. And there's just a suspension bridge, suspension a, bridge across it. A canyon in a cavern? Like, or <laughs> like canyon slash cavern. Like I'm not sure. The Clementine is. song? Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, I wasn't questioning oh. the actual makeup. The lyrics to, it was, I think it's something like, in a canyon, in a cavern, excavation number nine. Oh, Clementine. Great. We know the words. Anyway. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. And when mm -hmm. you first go on it, like I, um, I'm like, I guess when it comes to like nature stuff and like climbing on stuff and like being up high, I am pretty brave. So like for me, for someone that is self-admittedly pretty brave, my palms were a little sweaty. Hashtag pretty brave. Hashtag pretty brave. Pretty hashtag brave. <laughs> hashtag pretty hashtag brave. brave. Thank you. You're both. Um, my hands were a little sweaty at first, but then like once I got used to it, I was fine. Mm -hmm. um, Micah was a little nervous and I was like, are you scared? And he was like, I'm not scared. I'm just a little freaked. <laughs> <laughs> what does he think the definition like, of freaked I don't know. I don't know. He's just a little That's freaked. No, it's totally different, man. <laughs> so we're going on it and it is like, Every step everyone's taking, it's long. It's very, very long. Um, it is bouncing the bridge a lot. And you're Whoa. very, very high above the ground. So, like, uh, the woman behind Micah was like, oh, God, the entire time, <laughs> like, clutching the... That would have been me. ...the side. I mean, it, it it was a little scary. Heights just, like, flip a switch yeah. in me. It's... It, I can't yeah. control it. And it. And you are able to, like, look over and you can see it's very far below very very far but it's very cool and i do suggest going there's like a lot of cool things there there's also a cliff walk which is like like these wooden things built along the side of a cliff that you can walk on and it's like deep in the forest it's really beautiful wow. there's also a treetop walk which is like a bunch of little bridges like up in the treetops it's very very cool it's worth the the fee to get in if you are in that area in vancouver um but there was this family in front of me and it was these two little boys and this mom and this dad. And one of the boys was not scared. So he was fine. He was like walking up ahead. And the other little boy was like a little, he was scared, but he really wanted to do it. So he was like taking like the teeniest little steps and like <laughs> clutching onto the side of it. Mm. And the dad was like turned around, like kept turning around and being like, buddy, you're doing great. You're doing so awesome. I'm so Aww. proud of you. You're doing so awesome. But the dad like was doing it too much to a point where it was like kind of freaking the kid out. And so the mom was like, Jeff, can you just turn around and keep walking straight, please? <laughs> and so he like finally does. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, could you? Jeff, Jeff. And there was a lot of like moms screaming in a very scared, urgent way of like, like, but like controlled. Yeah. Also like at their kids, like there was this one woman that was like, um, it was a woman with her adult son. <laughs> and she was like, um, Jeremy, can you just please wait for me? Can you just please wait for me? And he's like, what? And she's like, can you just wait for me, please? Can you just wait for me? Like she wanted to hold on to someone. That voice. <laughs> so she so she yells at Jeff. Jeff turns around and then they make it across and he finishes. And everyone's like, we're so proud of you, dude. Like you did so great. And he's like, thanks. Can I have a taffy for the way back? <laughs> Which was so cute. I was like, oh, you do deserve a taffy for the way back. <laughs> Um, and they totally know. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Je Jeff, can you just please keep going? Jeff, could you just turn around? Because I think the mom was scared mm -hmm. and wanted it wanted done to, with. to get done yeah. instead of the dad keep turning around. It was very funny. That's a fun non-game of like uh, how you said you and Micah were playing a game um, oh. called Polite Conversations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like non-games yeah. like that where yeah. uh, the game is... Um, Mom saying male names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Arthur. Pilot. Arthur. Pilot. 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 I'm going to need you to go ahead and just stop doing that, Pilot. Trainer. Or um, trainer. Um, asking a, a kid to do something that they want to be telling them. So it's like, hey, can we stop doing that? Can we put that down? 
like that. Oh. It would be great if we could put that down, buddy. <laughs> buddy, trainer, can we put that down, please? <laughs> Cavern. Cavern. Clementine? <laughs> Clementine, could we just? Yeah. Let's put our hands down. <laughs> I think it would be a great if we would put our hands down. <laughs> can you do me a favor, buddy? Buddy? And then there were, this was the Nathan. other part. Nathan. Nathan. Anthony. Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Theodore. Theodore. Crisper. Crisper. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Crisper. Thank you, Crisper. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> then there was this family that like, so all of the like walks are like really narrow and you can't really go around people and they have certain parts where you can step aside to let other people get past you and there's even it's like the most canadian thing there's like signs that are like hi if you want to take pictures take them over here don't mm -hmm. block everybody else is trying to walk on this thing but they kept stopping and taking pictures of every single like iteration of two people in their family and there were like 12 of them <laughs> so they were like all taking pictures and i was just like dude you got like seriously get the fuck out of my way family Hey, family. Family. Can we get the fuck out of my way? Can we get the fuck out? <laughs> can we just. Hi, family. Can we, can we fucking stop already? <laughs> Hi, family. <laughs> um, yeah. It, but it was really cool. I suggest going. Um, and I forgot why we mentioned that. It was families and oh. not babying. Oh, right. Not babying. Yeah. Which it's such a sexist Inherently sexist thing to me. Yes. Oh, you know what? Oh, You're is. totally right. Deidre is spelled with an A at the end, too. What? Mm-hmm. Deidre. Uh. Oh, do you know what the height of luxury is, Lindsay? Um, For dinner? A Casper blanket? In Los Angeles? <laughs> a what? A Casper blanket? <laughs> I mixed up gravity blanket with the Casper, Casper mattress. mattress. Well, Casper needs to start making a gravity blanket. Um. Okay, what the fanciest place for dinner is in Los Angeles? What? Or Planet what? Hollywood or Hard Rock Cafe? <laughs> That's where they go to dinner. And With? Luke is like, both? Can we yes, go to both? He does. And everyone's like, <laughs> You're so funny. It's so crazy how you're going to die. <laughs> you should get married right now just for fun. It's so fun. <laughs> Promise rings. Um, oh yeah. The lyrics to Clementine. Okay. Briefly. In a cavern down by a canyon, excavating oh. for a mine. There lived a miner from North Carolina and his daughter, Clementine. Wow. These are not the lyrics I am familiar with. What is it? And his daughter. <laughs> I'm gonna sing it. Okay. Because there are seem to be to me extra syllables. <laughs> that I don't think you can make it work. Make it. Fall trippingly off the tongue. Trippingly. In a cavern down by a canyon, excavating for a mine. There lived a miner from North Carolina and his daughter, Chubby Clementine. Chubby? <laughs> Chubby Clementine. Ch Chubby. That's a little bit of editorializing. When the sun begins to shine, you know she would rouse up, wake all them cows up. <laughs> What there are, are these, too many syllables. There are too There's many too many syllables. Anyway, she drowns. It's fine. She drowns. It's sad. Yeah. Um. There's also like, so she drowns. So sad. It's a Lurleen McDaniel song. So yeah. <laughs> she her organs failed in the and water. It's called "Don't Die, My Chubby Clementine." <laughs> <laughs> um. The the problem with Lurleen McDaniel mm -hmm. is that. If there is one, if there, if we have to pick something, if I we guess have to nitpick, um, it would be that she glamorizes terminal illnesses. Mm, strange. I mean, it's just a thought I'm having. Okay, I hadn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to. There's gonna have to be a whole paradigm shift mm -hmm. in my head mm -hmm. for me to make room for this mm -hmm. theory. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yes, got she it. does. Yes, she does. She does do this. She absolutely does do this. Mm -hmm. And that it is because I remember this is fucked up. But when I was like 12, because <laughs> I because re I read the Angels trilogy. Oh, really? Which we'll save for another time. It was in the back of my cousin's suburban because she was very into these books. And it was actually with the help of listeners that I was able to find out what these books were because all I was like, I was like, this girl like is sick and she falls in love with an Amish dude. And I thought it was really I romantic. remember that. 
It's these books. So for these ones, it's like she has cancer. Or I can't remember what she has. I think maybe she has leukemia. Well, the noblest thing you can do is have a terminal illness. And that, like, that with, like, paired with, like, walk to remember. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, oh, my God. God. I wish I had cancer. <laughs> I wish I, not that I actually did, but I wish people thought I did. Yeah, you want to go through. Like, you, I want to scare. It's like it bestows on you this magical halo. Yes. And all of a sudden, everybody realizes how much you mean to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought of a reason why maybe the book was getting to me. Yes. And it's certainly not the characters. Okay. But so I text my mom the link to the trailer for Infinity Train, which mm-hmm. came out yesterday. Everybody go and find it. Find yeah. it on YouTube. Infinity, full first full trailer finally released. Still no release date. Coming soon. And I send it to my mom and sister. And my mom writes back, I'll have to watch this later. I'm at Jason's funeral. Who? She works with a woman whose husband got cancer three years oh, ago. Oh, sad. And he um, he killed himself <gasps> recently. Oh, sad. And so then my mom's at this funeral. Yeah. I think so maybe that, it was getting no, to No, I think that like gets kind of in your head. And also I think conceptually, of course, right? This book is sad. Yeah. Like if you just think about losing like it's a person not who means to the most to you. Even with yeah. non-characters. And yeah, she's a non-character. And because you're just thinking of all the real people who go through it. Now, here's my <sighs> I'm not saying it's normal that it was getting to me. No, no, no. Here's I was here's my question. A wreck. I was a wreck. Okay, so you were were you boohoo crying with the tulip thing? Yes. Oh, and it was man. fucking stupid. Lindsay. I know it was stupid. <laughs> you know what? You need to have a conversation with my tear ducts and not with me because this was not my doing, nor was it my choice. It was forced oh upon God. me. Okay. Okay, guys. Okay. Okay. So get this. Check these books it. Also, Check it. These books also kind of have a thing of like, y'all, there's life after death and it's heaven <laughs> because... So apart from literally saying that. Yeah. 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 Apart from literally saying that. So she's like, like, finally, finally, they talk about life after death. Finally, he fucking dies. Yeah. Finally. finally. So he dies. Well, so first, he, before he dies, he's like, what do you think happens after death? And she's like, oh, mm, this I don't know. Marilyn Monroe's grave. And he's like, yeah, things get pretty somber at Marilyn Monroe's grave. A little bit. Yeah. And he's like, I just don't think there's anything. And she's like, not even a capital H heaven. And he's like, well, <laughs> if there's a way for me to communicate with you after I go, cause it might happen, girl, I will do it. And she's like, let's not talk about that. You're going to go back to football and you're going to be so good at football. You're so strong. And he's like, okay. That's and- also when she doesn't just say, I think there's a heaven. She says, I, I want to think that there's a heaven because otherwise, why do we even live? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like that means more. That makes life even more precious. Maybe. Yeah. Also, I'm like, and I'm not even there like is no fully fucking atheist. Purpose. See, I'm agnostic, I'd say. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe there's no fucking purpose, dude. Maybe there is no fair. There just is. And that sucks. And that's what we have. So fucking grab it and keep it and treasure it. Treasure mm. it. Yeah. But I mean, whatever, girl. Whatever. It, it just seems really <laughs> shitty to be like, otherwise I wish I was never even born. And it's like, that makes no sense. Yeah. But you have the thing that you have the moments that you have now. So maybe fucking enjoy that. Like how anyway. could you not want to die, but be more okay with dying if there's a heaven? It just, it made no sense. It's like, you know, it's, it's just my, it's similar to like when my fucking high school abusive boyfriend, like told me that, um, I was going to go to hell because I wasn't religious and that I didn't have morality because I wasn't raised with religion. How could you know right from wrong if you weren't raised with religion? What? Fuck <laughs> him. Yeah, dude. Totally. Totally. Fuck that guy. I fucking Fuck hate that, that guy. You know, you know what? What? I'm going to put it down right now. I, If I had the resources, I would go find out where he's living because I don't know anything about where he is anymore mm-hmm. or what his life is like. And I... I would punch him in the head. 
<laughs> I would go find him and I would punch him in the head. Punch him right in the head. In the head. You know what I watched finally? What? Always be my maybe. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. let's talk about it. What? One, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a step below fine. Two, I think they thought Ali Wong would be better at improvising than she is. Where do you think the improv? So there's like certain parts where like that she will make like a little comment. She'll be like, "Oh, that looks like something." Blah 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 blah. Uh huh. Um, and you can see her thinking of what to say. Mm. And I'm like, I she think she is struggling there. And then there's a lot of ADR jokes. Did you I notice that? Rem- no, a lot of ADR I, jokes. I caught a couple of ADR lines. Mm but not jokes. I think one of them was like, wow, the food is better here than at usual rap parties. <laughs> oh my God. Along oh my those God. Lines. Um, yeah, I just, I, the, okay. Do you remember one of the ADR jokes? No, I don't remember. Darn. It was, it, no. And I thought it was, uh, here, it, this is going to be fucking crazy. Okay. It's going to be fucking crazy. Okay. Hit me. I love Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. I thought those scenes were too long. I was going to say, I thought I was going to love the Keanu Reeves cameo more than, way more than I did. Yeah. Way more than I did. Because it seemed so funny in the trailer. Yeah. The trailer the was very good. I, very good trailer. That is a great movie. The yeah. trailer for Always Be My yeah. Maybe. Great movie. Mm-hmm. I was, it was so, pre- the jokes were so predictable. Also, They the were editing. so predictably like. Yeah. Celebrity jokes. They should have had him be like actually genuinely likable, I think. Yeah. And he can still say like fanciful things. Mm-hmm. I also, I thought I was going to be more impressed by his delivery. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the weird animosity between him and Randall Park. The fuck is his name? In this movie? Yeah. Marcus. Yeah. Because he kept calling him Henry. And then that was all I wanted yeah. to say just now. Yeah. But like, and he punches Keanu Reeves in the face because he tells him to. And then he writes a song about it at the end. Oh my God. Oh my Wasn't God. Wasn't the music, music a little career. bit embarrassing? His music, his music, his music. It was so horrendous. It was like, I got that they were going for a like townie old band school style. Y- yes, sure. But Randall Park was not compelling delivering those lyrics. I was embarrassed. It was not enjoyable to watch. But so for me, I thought it was fine. And honestly, if you love it, great. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm going to steal this from a tweet that I saw. I'm secure enough in my Asianist to say that it was just fine. <laughs> like, and I truly did want to like. I th- was really looking forward to watching me it. too. Because the trailer was so yes. good. Whoever cut that trailer yeah. should have cut that movie. And I love Ali Wong. I love her. I love Ali she's Wong. She's so funny. I do really love Ali Wong. And I think that's why I was like, oh, but she's not an improviser. So I didn't catch I didn't catch anything where it was like, oh, this was improvised and just, she wasn't having an easy time of it. It felt very like a lot of the shots seemed like they were waiting for stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. And they were too like just tighter editing. I think like they the were the pace was slow. Yeah. The pace was painful. So long. And I never fully understood Casey Wilson's character. Me neither. I was like, why are they so mad at her? Yeah. She said Zuby chairs a lot. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. So what? And when she made the joke about like put the menus on rice paper. Yeah. White people eat that shit up. Mm-hmm. And she goes guilty as charged. Mm-hmm. I was like, that seems funny. And instead, Ali Wong is like, get out of here. And it's like, she just said that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get why you're mad at her now. Yeah, I didn't get that. They're they're they were like implying that Ali Wong was such a scary boss, but I never really saw it. Mm-mm. She was just like grumpy boss. Yeah, she was just cranky. Yeah, and also like honestly, with the way that that movie panned out, I was like, that relationship is not gonna last. It ain't. I'm sorry. I, it's uh, just not. There was no chemistry. No. From my from my seat, I was finding no chemistry. You know who was really hot. The terrible boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was cast because he's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I've always loved I've that actor. I've always thought he was hot. Yeah. He is hot. Like, objectively hot. Hot, 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 hot. Hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. 
Yeah. I mean, it just, it so was. it makes sense that he would be with Padma Lakshmi. <laughs> it w- I was like, honestly. I was like, yeah. Great. Yeah. Good for him. You guys don't seem like you belong in each other's world. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was. It was. I was bored. I, I feel bad it, saying it because people worked hard on that movie. Also, then it was supposed to be that she liked him all their lives. And I was like, but I'm not but I, feeling that at all. I didn't see that. But also, also he she, was so completely mean to her. And did he ever apologize for the horrible thing that he said to her after his mom oh, died? Oh, yeah. The thing that I like, mean, broke in the up moment, I think friendship? he did. But then. Well, in, no, in the moment, he definitely didn't. He didn't. Oh, yeah. She just storms off. and He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> and like he wants to go after her, but, but he doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. That in the moment, I get that. It's like he was hurting. Sure, his sure. mom had died and he was lashing out. And they had just had weird, awkward sex. But the fact that when they meet back up and their relationship is coming back together and he, they never, do they address it? I don't think so. Maybe they do. I don't really remember this movie because I was dozing. (laughs) Literally dozing. I was doing other stuff. Also, I didn't start out doing other stuff. But then I was like, I'm going to do other stuff while I watch this. This is going to sound really mean. Mm-hmm. But it felt like a web series. Yes. Look, I think and part of that, like that's what I was about to say is it, it didn't have a film look to it. It wasn't very polished. It just seemed kind of cheaply made. Yeah. Also, their it makeup also was like whack. an draft. Yes, it did, right? All Netflix makeup is whack. Yeah, especially when they're supposed to seem young. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, they look whack-a-doodled. <laughs> yeah. They look older than they are. Also, I really don't think it helps that Ali Wong is like 38 and Randall Park is 45. Yeah. And they were both supposed to be playing 30, like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Asian don't reason, but come on. We see it. (laughs) We see it. You you know. You know. You can can just tell. It's like a certain kind of experience that we see. Like a joie de vivre. <laughs> a lack of uh, joie de vivre. 45 year old joie de vivre. <laughs> and that's not to say that like because he was 45 he sucked. It's just that you can feel the age difference there and so I never yeah. believed that they grew up together. The kids yeah. were fucking cute as hell. The kids were I would have really watched cute. a whole movie about those kids. I liked the kids a lot. Mm-hmm. Weird weird moment where I like the kid actors Yeah, a lot. Because usually I don't like kid actors. The I girl like, especially was very cute. She was very cute. Yeah. Very, very cute. And the little like cooking scenes were cute. Yeah. When she was little. Um, and I did really feel for her when her, when she lost his mom. Yeah, I did. I felt bad for that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Speaking of losses. Okay. Let's see here. She puts her hand in Marilyn Monroe's thing. Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. He dies. And she becomes so despondent that they are talking about hospitalizing her. Yes. And hooking her up to an IV. She has lost so much weight. Yeah. And and I'm like taking her to a hospital. Meanwhile, I'm crying, crying, crying. Yeah. And then her dad is like, you have to come here. You have to come see what's going on. And oh takes her God. to the stadium and tulips are starting to grow in the middle of the football field. Oh yeah, this was yes, this is what we were ramping up and to. And I was afraid that these tulips were supposed to have like naturally grown on their own. I was like, Lurley, no. No. No, I know. But then that is like through it God. wasn't as bad as I was afraid it was. No. Be. It, it was, was that he had snuck in in the fall and planted them in the shape of a U. The same way that he carved an I love you in no, the tree. He plants them in the shape of, I think, like, I love you. I thought it was just the No, I you. think he was very busy. Like, I think it's I literally think it was just the you. Hold on. It, you might be right. Uh, oh, hold on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forgot this. <laughs> Sorry. I just saw this part. <laughs> oh, how fucking dorky they are. Okay. So they go on their hike. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's yell into the canyon. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! These these two really have like no room in their brains for anything but their love for each other. It's horrible. There's nothing it's there. It's, it's all like 
bodily function and love. <laughs> that's all that's going on in there. Because then they're like, he's like, I love you. And she's like, oh my God. You're yelling that for the whole world to see? And then she yells it. And no, he's like, it's together. He yells, I love Julie. I love Julie. That's right. She yells, I, I love, love Luke. Luke. And then together. He yells, one more time together. Oh no, Julie and Luke forever. Ju- that's what it was. And then one more time together. And then they raised their arms, holding hands. They lifted their arms and shouted, I love you in unison, blending their voices and words until the two became as one. And they listened as their words returned to them until the echoes of their words became as embedded in the memory of the canyon as the colors of the sun. I know that we're in 2019, but when they were carving the tree, I was like, don't. (laughs) No. So I have to give it up to Kelly. Oh no, really? I thought I was hoping I was wrong. Every day afterward, Julie returned to the stadium, climbed the steps, and watched Luke's testimony of tulips bloom in a rainbow of spring colors. Red, yellow, purple, hot pink. The stems stood tall and straight, one series arranged in a single line, another in a crudely shaped heart, the final one in the shape of the letter U. Fuck. I love you, just as Luke had carved on the oak tree in her backyard the summer before. He managed to write out in the like crudest scrawl possible. I love I you. Love you. With a heart. Also a like a whole heart. His family oh God, doesn't have a ton of money. Like no Tula wonder he was money. in a weakened state. I know. I was like, it is cold. It's cold out. You it's fall. <sighs> You're in Indiana. Yeah. Also, they go to Chicago kind of a lot for Indiana. They do go to Chicago a lot. I mean, I know that it's right there, but it is a lot though. But they like that was another thing. Just very briefly before sure. I forget, why are they so impressed with LA when they've been to Chicago? I know. She's like, wow, I've never been a place with so many people. Chicago like, has plenty of people. Chicago's of people. actually, I think, and larger than Los Angeles. A much more intense city itself. Yeah, the skyline is like very impressive. Mm-hmm. It like looks like a city city. Whereas like no one goes to downtown LA unless they have to record a podcast at uh, Forever Dog Studios. Yes. Yes. And have a guest. And when they have a guest. Yeah. And pay $6 for parking every yes. week. Unless they can find street, street parking. parking. And uh, get a ticket for holding their phone in their hand. <laughs> Even though they weren't looking at it. it they weren't looking at the phone. the phone. Traffic was stopped. Yeah. End of sentence. End of sentence. Yeah. That's why you go downtown. <laughs> the, uh, that is weird. They They shouldn't be so shocked. Yeah. To see Los Angeles, but I guess maybe they're like, it's Hollywood because they were very like, oh, gee, yeah, just a couple of hits from Indiana. Three bucks, two bags, one One. Luke. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then pretty soon zero Luke. Sad, sad, sad. Mm. Um, R.I.P. Luke. R.I.P. Luke. I forgot about that really embarrassing part where they yell into the canyon together. Also, this was another part that they were like, so they go for their hike. I go hiking quite a bit. Yes, you do. I don't need to make eggs on a campfire. I was confused. In a hot hike. Did, I was like, are they camping? Aren't they camping? They're just hiking. They're not camping. They brought powdered fucking eggs for their hike. And she's like, I don't know if I can make it. I was like, where are you? Yeah. I'm like, just eat a power bar. You'll be fine. Like, bring some nuts. <laughs> Water. Some gorb. Bring some Gorp. Gorp was big then. And Gorp is like a Midwest thing. Oh, yeah. They would love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall, I thought this book was very dumb and was very quick to read. I was so excited <laughs> about what a quick read it was. Yeah. Edwin. Guys, you can read this in like an hour. Edwin. Maybe even less. <gasps> Edwin's having dreams. Bad dream. Bad dreams. He's Edwin. barking. He woke up. He's like, what? He's like, I wasn't dream- dreaming. Oh, dreams, dreams. <laughs> um, Yeah, it was a dumb book that was uh, very fast. Read, read and destroyed me. And destroyed Lindsay. <laughs> I felt I nothing. Can't explain this it. whole book, I felt nothing. I fully expected to feel nothing. And so I was like sitting there reading this book going, what is happening to me right now? I'm... So confused. I think 
Okay, so for the next Lurleen, I think we should do the Angels one, and we will see if you get sad. Again. Should we do all one episode? Yeah, it feels like it'll a lot take to like an hour to read three all three weeks. Yeah. Also, I don't even think I think I just read the first one as a kid. Oh, but yeah, I think we should do an all one episode. It is. I mean, the Amish edition is very good because <laughs> I remember it <laughs> being Amish hot flavor. as hell. But I think it's probably mm. very stupid and bad. Mm, yeah. Mm. Will it be based on this plus Amish? I don't think. So. <laughs> I don't think so. Because like also it's like plus the addition of like God <laughs> healing. <laughs> Which we'll see. But I just think because it was like a forbidden. It's forbidden. Yeah. Amish forbidden love. Like hot priest. Hot priest. Hot priest is so hot very hot very hot i assume you finished did, did yes, you finish I the last it. time we talked about it yeah. no yeah i no. finished it i cried yeah a lot it's very good oh guys if you haven't we watched were talking it, about watch fleabag it. fleabag yeah season two watch season one first dummies and then dumb, dumb. see experience hot priest because go through the experience of hot truly priest. truly so hot <laughs> Like so hot, too hot, too hot, too hot. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's it. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Except it isn't. She wrote one billion more. She wrote so many sick like books, sick books. <laughs> um, They're sick. These books are sick. Yeah, but this one is by far the most popular of her books. So this is why we chose this one first. Mm-hmm. Um, if mm, you want yeah. to support our show oh yeah we were we're gonna do a thing yes we're gonna do a whole yes we're doing a thing, thing. okay okay Lindsay. yes so the th- what's the thing again the thing is we are going to initiate a ultimate review <laughs> drive of sorts <laughs> okay <laughs> you're, you're, what? i said ultimatum but yours is nice we are giving you an ultimatum yeah if you do not get us to 1000 apple yes. podcast reviews then nah. yeah so if we get we'll phrase it positively. yeah positively if we get to if you guys get us over 1000 apple podcast reviews mm-hmm. both ratings and reviews yeah, they if only can count make the ones that happen. are like written. Yes. Doesn't have to be long. Just and guys, a couple of sentences we, about how much you love us. We know you can do this because we see our numbers and there are a v- capital V vast majority of you who do not leave us reviews. So if you like all of you, almost all of you do not leave us so reviews. Here is your motivation. Yes. If you leave us mm-hmm. over 1000 reviews. Mm-hmm. Also, God bless the 600 something of you yes. who have. Yes. So we don't even have that far to go. No. Come on. Get Come it together. On. Okay. We can do it. We can do it. If you get us to 1,000 Apple podcast yes. reviews, we will yes. cover yes. every single one of the Lifetime um, Castile movies. Yep. And release an extra episode a week yes. on them. Guys. For free. Yeah. If you do not do this. It, this is only for Patreon. Yeah. It will be behind a paywall. But you can make it so for everybody. <laughs> you can make it for everybody if just 400 mm-hmm. of you do it. Yeah. Like it you like Lindsay said you don't have to write very much. You could literally be like hi my name is Slim Shady. <laughs> 5 stars and that if, would if be you worth would that include work. something like I love this podcast and then whatever yeah. and then I am the real Slim Shady yeah, or yeah. I am Slim Shady yeah. or will the real Slim Shady please stand, stand up? up or mom spaghetti yes farm to table pocket jalapeno yeah, dip something bless our bless. listeners who have a done this and b sent us photos from the grocery store of <laughs> yes. two instances where Pocket jalapeno dip is a thing. It is. Look at your local grocery stores. Yeah. So if we get to a thousand, we will cover all of the Lifetime Castile movies and release them as extra episodes. Yes. You will still get the episodes already scheduled. Yes. But we will do extra ones. Yes. That's so, all we're asking. That's all we're asking. And you get to hear us talk about those crazy ass Lifetime movies. Yeah. And then if the bulk of our listeners let you down... You will still be able to listen, but you have to subscribe to our Patreon. There you go. 
Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much to everybody who already subscribed to our Patreon. Yes. If you want to get on board with that, patreon.com slash teen creeps. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at teen creeps pod on everything. Yep. Uh, next week. So I'm not sure if the surprise will have already come out or will come out. It will out. not. Okay. It will not have. So not surprised yet. So there's a surprise happening. Dot, not, dot, dot. Yeah. But the next book that we're covering. Our surprise will coincide with two important things. One, 150th episode. Yay. Woo. Two, third year anniversary. Three years. We're yeah. three. Three years. Um, so next will be July 10th. Yeah. July 10th. Yeah. Next year we are covering. Next, next year. <laughs> Hello. Because I'm looking at, because the name, you'll see. Hi. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Ready? Next week we're covering the yearbook. Uh-huh. I was reading I see. by Peter Larangis. Yep. Um, so that'll be coming out next time. You don't have to read it. As always. As always. Do not um, have to read it. We love oh. you. I love you. I love you. Kelly loves you. Edwin loves Lindsay you. Lindsay loves you. Edwin loves you. The cats love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and do we have anything else? I, I guess me and you, like right? Do? Lindsay K. Ty on socials. I'm Kelly yeah. Nuji on socials. I'm Lindsay Katai on socials. Go look up the trailer for Infinity Train. Yeah. Go Very watch excited. that. Yeah. Um, watch El Rey Network if yeah. you want. I mean, El Rey Nation. I'm sorry. It's on, on El Rey the Network. El Rey Network. Um, yeah. That's what Kelly's hosting. And uh, have a good week. Have a good summer. Stay sweet. Stay sweet. Never change. And also keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay K. Tai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.